Hello, everybody. Welcome back to TR's Clubhouse. Today it is Ariba Kalkub. I am in HCOM major. Um, I am a junior, and we will be talking to Byron Lopez. And I'm, I am a I'm a political science major and a senior as well. Cool. And then the club that we are talking about today is Young Democratic Socialists of America. At Cal State Fullerton, the administration was very specific about adding the at CSUF part at the end, not the, not the beginning. Oh, very <laughs> they're, they're interesting. Sticklers. Yeah, there's sticklers for that. Oh, wow. That's actually super, super interesting. It's I like that. Legal you, thing. I, thanks for starting out with that. <laughs> How interesting. Wow. Okay. Okay. So I was really, really excited about today because I like am very excited to get to know you and like why you're in this club and what your club is about Um, because I identify as a Democrat and I really want to just know more about what you're about. So why don't you go into telling us about your club? Uh, The acronym is YDSA, right? Yes. Okay. So yeah, why don't you tell us about YDSA? Um, We're going to unpack it throughout the entire episode. So tell us a general overview. Give me like your elevator pitch of YDSA. Um, so kind of my elevator pitch is generally like, okay, so YDSA, we are a organization of campus students and campus workers, um, who are, who come together to fight for workers' rights, uh, students' rights, uh, women's rights, LGBTQ plus rights, immigrant rights. Basically, if the state or capitalism is involved, we're fighting. (laughs) Amazing. Okay. That's great. Super cool. So what um, made you get into it? I want to focus on you a little bit. So what made you, did you start the club or did you join it later? Or? Um, I am one of the founders cool. of the club. Um, the whole story of how the whole of this kind of uh, actually came about was I actually helped co-found the Orange County Democratic Socialist America um, uh, about three years ago, literally we formed like the day after the inauguration in 2016. Oh <laughs> so, wow! Like, the, yeah. like Trump did his speech and like the in the lawn, and then the day after we all met up in a house in Irvine. And we're like, okay, we're doing this, I guess. And we're, this was the Orange County wide, or the Orange County wide um, Democratic Socialist America, our parent chapter. Okay, amazing. Yes. Okay, cool. And so we kind of went around doing that, and then uh, I was ex- I was in Santa Ana College at the time. And then I got my exemptions letter from Kelsey Fullerton. Yay! Um, and the semester before I was supposed to go in, um, the College Republicans decided to bring Milo Yiannopoulos onto campus. Oh wow, yeah. Um, you know, very infamous for being for being outed as like a pedophile supporter, like you know that guy. Um, <sighs> So, so we kind of got together and we're like, okay, yeah, no, we're not doing this. Like, we're, we're this is not okay. So we actually reached out to a one of my actually really good friends now, um, and now a member of the or- of our organization, um, who was actually basically organizing um, the the kind of the main protest um, to the Milo event um, by himself. Uh, we we connected with him, and through that we kind of brought in a DSA and a bunch of other organizations to protest. So like. You know how there was like the there was a pro for all you people who've been here for more than two years. Um, there was this big protest in like the main quad um, that against was, Milo against Milo, but that was all the student organizations that had like a bunch of legal and like financial reasons they couldn't do that. They couldn't like protest them directly. So uh, we were part of the big confrontation right in front of the bookstore where the cops came around and like tried to stop us and like uh, wow. people on the far right would like start try to start fist, uh, fist fights. Um, 
So we were there. We were at that protest. We and I, this was I, on we, campus. This was on campus, like in front of in front of the bookstore. Wow, that's crazy. Okay, yeah. so so wait, so I'm I'm a junior here, as in a transfer student as well. Um, and I heard about the Milo thing, and I wanted to come because I'm big into trying to figure out what uh, Republicans are talking about. Um, usually, I'm just kind of like I want to see it. Like I just want to see what they're trying to say or what they're trying to portray. Like in the sense of like how can I debunk you in any way in every capacity? So that's crazy. Like I oh, cannot yeah. believe like you're saying like like full fist fight like like oh all like that there, there was basically by the end of the of like the kind of counter protests. Uh, uh, they kind of went uh, people went out of the. Uh, out of the tight suit union where they were holding the events mm-hmm. and kind of went around and then walked up to uh, the protests and kind of like they were basically like formed a line where they just kind of screaming at each other kind of kind of grabbing at each other a little bit um, luckily it did not turn that really, didn't turn didn't turn like that super violent eventually everyone kind of went home relatively fine um, we were very lucky but um, that was just kind of another th- thing that we were doing in our anti-fascist organizing because for us, uh, we saw Milo as like a genuine threat because in the past, what he had done in like this kind of tour of like campuses that he was doing was essentially outing like migrant, like uh, undocumented students, and like telling people to like call ICE on them and oh have them be God. basically kidnapped by the by the American Gestapo uh, and be sent to who knows where, where they'll probably be killed. Yeah, um, you know places where like they might even have even have ever grown up in like yeah. you know I, I know undocumented people who don't eat no Spanish like they would be screwed yeah, if they yeah, were sent yeah, back yeah no for sure yeah that that's the kind of things that and also just that being another place of you know Milo was also part of kind of what's called the alt-light um, that would act as kind of like a another stepping stone to just outright fascism and for like sure, white supremacy sure. and all that because he does a lot of their talking points mm-hmm. he's, a, he's a very much a useful idiot for them Oh wow, that's a great yeah. way Before to say that. Before his life fell apart because of the whole pedophile stuff. Oh my god, wow, that's crazy. And like, wow, wow, the great way to start this. I'm very happy you told this story. <laughs> yeah, um, I was I was already part involved with Cal State Fullerton even before I was a student. <laughs> okay, so this was so you weren't a student. You I weren't was, a student. I was going to transfer in the next semester. After okay, that. so so when this whole debate happened, or so when when you were protesting, you were not a student yet. Not and yet. so then you came into the school a semester later. Yes. And, and you decided that YDSA needed to be a thing. Yes, because at the time, there, the clo- the farthest left you could get in terms of, like, outright politics, because there's the cultural organizations, but a lot of them have kind of trepidations about getting, like, overtly political and taking overt political stances other than, hey, be nicer to people like us. Like, because generally okay. that's kind of the purpose of the organization. Yes. Um, but we wanted to have, like, an o- overtly left-wing um, overtly kind of anti-fascist, overtly anti-capitalist organization on campus. Um, and there really wasn't any. Like, the farthest left you could get was the College Democrats, and there were three people who none of them wanted to do the work because it was it was an election. It was not an election year. Okay. So there was no real use for them okay. as an organization. So so you uh, did this mainly to kind of be... So what I'm, I'm, I'm kind of hearing is, like, you, you wanted to be very specific. You wanted to be, like, very specific and something that represented you as best... As yes, we we say. saw a massive gaping like hole in terms of like the political spectrum on For campus. For sure, yeah. Um, and we just you know uh, my friend who my actually very good comrade of mine uh, who helped who was basically passing out flyers uh, by himself on Titan Walk and like getting harassed. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know the, ses- the semester before I came in, um, and then uh, two other comrades who have graduated by like you know by now. 
um, we got together and decided, okay, we're doing this. So we filed the paperwork, and the next semester, like a year ago, we became an official organization. So you created it, and a couple of your friends created it. And yes. this was when? What year? Uh, this was, I believe, I've, I, I've lost track of time and space. Yeah, year, so bl- years blended together, I get it. Three semesters ago. Okay, so 20, let's see if I can do my math. 2018. 2018. I believe so. Yes. No. Yes. Spring 2018. Spring. Spring 2018. I think. Uh, yeah, because I remember. Do, go- some, do you mean? I remember going in and not going into a fall a fall semester. Okay, so spring 2018 yes. was when you started that. Yes. Amazing. Okay, so let's see. So it's 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 a fairly new club. Um, why? What, what kind of? Um, how do I find the right words? Is like how many people have been receptive to it? How many people are in the club? What is what? What are your uh, meetings look like? Uh, well, one thing I've kind of learned in organizing here on campus at Fullerton is that it's really difficult to organize a commuter school. Oh, um, for sure. I mean, I'm from Santa Ana College. Like, it's all it's like the peak commuter school. Yeah, I went to you, SCC. Yeah, mm-hmm. exactly. So you so you know exactly the the, the difficulties it is in Absolutely. organizing everyone. The only reason you're ever on campus for is class. for class. Class or, like, you're in the library doing work. Yeah. You, other than that, you're home or you're at work. Yeah. And, like, 80% of the students here work. Yeah. So no one's really here. So it, it's really become a – so we were kind of – in terms of membership, we've actually got pretty good membership. We got about, like, 10 people who were interested and kind of came to meetings for that first uh, semester. Um, and it's really been actually incredibly heartening because, like, when we would talk to people – um, who end up joining, like, they would always say, I, I'm a physical member, our, our, you know, our secretary, uh, you know, I remember asking her, like, oh, like, why did you join join us? Like, why why us? And what she reply was, well, like, I didn't know there were other socialists on campus. Like, I didn't know uh, because we've been so atomized. We're so scared of speaking up because... Uh, in our classes because our professors are mainly centrists. I mean, I'm a poli-sci major, so oh, uh, uh, yeah. you know, if you're a business major, don't even bother. Um, <laughs> like, they probably support the... They're probably still angry Castro took away their slaves or something, you know, like... Um, <laughs> wow. So, uh, humanities really got it lucky. I, I'm very... If you're if you're a humanities major listening to this, you don't understand how lucky you are. And why? What do you mean that? Because uh, their professors are the, are the cool professors. Okay. Who are... You don't make me, like, cringe. Uh, Interesting. <laughs> yeah. So, um, and you know, like that's basically what from all of our members it was. It was there were usually already socialists of some type, um, either like Bernie Sanders kind of social democrats or just like like myself anarchists or you know communists. You identify as an anarchist. Yeah, specifically anarcho communist. Yes. Okay. And so, okay, wait, wait, wait. wait. I want to unpack that in a second. Okay. <laughs> we'll so, get back to that. We'll, we'll get back to that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So wait. So you. So you're saying so. A lot of people that are in your club right now are a lot of people that were just like looking for other people like them in a socialist sense, right? Yes. Is that what it is? So, so a lot of people that that come to you are kind of like, I didn't know that there was someone like me on campus that identified as a socialist. Yes. Is that what it is? They, and then for, for them, it was. I thought the farthest left on campus was like you know, just like a, a liberal, Democrat. like a liberal, and that's it. Like there's nothing beyond liberalism. When like no, they're. Socialists, we've exist. Socialists have existed in some form in for like 150 years, but oh, for, sure. for the United States, especially after the 60s and after they were either murdered or they just kind of aged out. Um, you know, there hasn't really been a left wing, uh, especially on especially in certain campuses like Cal State Fullerton. Okay, and so then, so you identify you said as an anarchist. Yes. Okay. Um, 
Can you give me a definition of that really fast? Yes. So anarchists are essentially a type of socialist that doesn't only fight against capitalism in terms of like you know private property, wage uh, wage salaries, um, stuff like that, but also against the state, against uh, higher basically hierarchies, whether it's sexism, whether it's you know uh, cis people dominating trans or non-binary people, um, whether it's you know your boss and the worker. Uh, men or women, uh, you know, or, you know, a government bureaucrats and like the average For person, sure. we see that any, anytime we see an unjust, un, kind of unjustified hierarchy of power, we are fundamentally against that. Okay. And then can you give me uh, kind of an explanation of similarities between a democratic socialist and an anar- anarchist? So... This is where sorry, getting the, This is where my political theory brain starts. Do it. Pumping. I want to hear it. I want to uh, hear all of it. So, contrary to what Bernie Sanders says, a democratic socialist is not uh, basically Scandinavia, like this, the things he generally says. Like you know, um, for us, that's what he actually is describing is social democracy. That's you know, capitalism. You know, uh, capitalism can have a little bit of a welfare state of a welfare state. You know, mm-hmm. like universal health care, um, union rights, stuff like that. But ultimately. The relationship of private property and the boss and working relationship, um, you know, you working, uh, you know, 40 hours and doesn't matter how hard you work, the boss will always retain the products of your labor and you just get to pay a, wa- get to pay a wage regardless mm-hmm. of how much money you make. Okay. Um, you know, but, uh, you know, a democratic socialist, meanwhile, is generally one who wants to maintain, usually, usually more democratize kind of our current system, maybe abolish the okay. Senate, maybe get rid of the presidency, more, move more towards like a parliamentary democracy. But the main difference is, is that they want, democratic socialists want to uh, end private property. So, sure. you know, that, you know, f- you know, collectivize farmland, uh, you know, democratize, you know, your, your workplace, um, you know, have things be run generally from the bottom up. Uh, you know, so you and your coworkers would collectively and democratically run, you know, this studio, for example, rather than, you know, some boss uh, who owns, you know, this building theoretically, whether they're from the government or whether they're from they're a private person. Okay, okay, okay. Um, okay. Giving you directions that you have to follow, or else you're on the street and dying of poverty. Okay. Um, anarchists, meanwhile, we actually. And so see... wait, so so what you just explained—that was a democratic socialist, yes. correct? Okay, cool. That oh. is the correct. Definition of democratic socialists. Okay. Sorry, Bernie, but that's just how it is. Okay, and then and then anarchists. Okay. Uh, we are also socialists in that we want to abolish private property. We want to end end the wage system. You um, want to, you know, do like you know, democratize the workplace and all that. But we see the state um, in terms of physically, like the government, um, or what most people imagine as government, as an inherently dangerous. An inherently dangerous tool to, for socialists to use. Um, this is mainly in that, you know, uh, there's this philosopher, uh, kind of the first, you know, quote unquote anarchist, um, or at least someone who, who would call himself an anarchist, uh, Pierre Proudhon from France in like the 18, early 1800s. He basically predicted, he was, you know, a contemporary of Karl Marx. He told Karl Marx, you know, if the working class ever see, you know, ever did their revolution and captured the state and government and instituted some sort of workers' government, it would look not that much different from a capitalist system, mm-hmm. um, because the state needs a separate class of people 
to operate it. Um, you cannot be a worker and a bureaucrat. You are either a worker or a government bureaucrat. And government bureaucrats are inherently uh, a different group of people with different interests from your average person. They want to uh, government. The government is inherently is sole purpose for existence is to centralize more power, centralize more wealth uh, for the basically the group of people who operates it. Currently in our our system in the United States. That class is the capitalist class. Okay. Um, in something like the USSR, it would be like the bureaucratic party apparatus, like uh, apparatus people. Like, you know the you know the infamous inner party of 1984. Um, while anarchists would be like, no, we gotta get rid of that stuff immediately. We cannot use it. We have to fundamentally organize uh, from the bottom up. Okay. We have to organize uh, in the local level. We have to or we have to be as directly democratic as possible, and we need to have a horizontal power structure in order to ensure that nobody's allowed to allowed to stand up above anybody else. And this is a democratic socialist? No, this is anarchist. This is an anarchist. Yes. Okay, okay, okay. So the anarchist would look at the democratic socialist and say, "Yes, you may have like, you know, you could you may have, you know, democratized uh, the state a little bit. You may have abolished, you know, mm-hmm. certain aspects of private property, but at the end of the day, Politicians are still politicians, and they only serve themselves, and we cannot trust them. Okay, so so yeah, that's why I got a little not confused. I just was like, it's it's interesting because the, they're they're similar to the certain extent, except yes. anarchists don't believe in big government. Is that what it is? Yes. Okay. Okay. So so so, but you would say that the democratic socialist and then the anarchists are like pretty similar in in, in terms of economic views, okay. generally. Yes. Okay. Cool. Because that's why I, I got. Like, yes. That's why I was like, it sounds kind of a little it's, bit the same. It, like for from the way I explain it, it's kind of like how kind of Chicago school like laissez faire capitalist like you know capitalists yeah. um, actually share a lot of similarities with even um, you know social democrats who want a for welfare sure. state because in the end of the day they still believe in private property they still believe in the market they still believe in the wage system. They just have differences over how best to deal with the kind of externalities of okay. capitalism. Oh, very interesting. Okay, cool. Thank you. Like, that's like, I really like that breakdown. Um, so I want to kind of go into, um, so, you, so you're an anarchist. Are there other anarchists in the club? Oh, yeah. Like half of us are anarchists. <laughs> okay. Interesting. And so then you created YDSA, um, like, would you say that YDSA was kind of a way for you to have a place for, like, anarchists as well? Because, I mean, like, you, they probably wouldn't let you have, like, an anarchist club, correct? <laughs> um, so, actually, YDSA, we're part of a larger national network. Okay. Um, so, of the Democratic Socialist of America. You may have heard of us. Yes. Um, Fox News really hates us. Um, Fox for obvious News reasons. hates a lot of, uh, of us. Yeah. <laughs> as, so, uh, <laughs> interesting. Sorry, keep going. <laughs> uh, so, uh, so, we have what we call the Big Tent. So, the DSA and YDSA... Generally, like we accept basically as long as you see something wrong with capitalism, as long as you acknowledge that, like, okay, there's maybe this whole wage, maybe this boss worker relationship is not working out uh, for society. Maybe capitalism is destroying our planet. Maybe Uh, there's basically a space for you, whether you're a democratic socialist who believes in a generally in a kind of something similar like the United States government, but maybe the economics are a lot more socially minded okay. or you're like a more traditional kind of USSR uh, communist who is like, we want state run everything uh, or an anarchist like myself. We have a home for you. We are the big tent. 
So it, it was more okay. meant for socials. It just happened to be that, like, half the group just to be anarchists. There are other YDSAs and other campuses where they're mostly democratic socialists or they're mostly... Uh, Marxist-Leninists or some sort of Marxists. Super cool. Uh, yeah. Okay, so yeah, like that's that's really interesting because like for me when I when I first met you and like met and like found out about the club, it seemed very specific. Like YDSA is like such a specific name, but like yes. hearing you talk about how like actually Big Tent it is, like how <laughs> yes. broad it is, like that's very cool. And I'm like really hoping that like I like that's like super interesting. Like I like that it's very open to the similar. Similar a, f- a family, goal? if you will, a yeah. family of ideologies. Yeah, yeah, very. We, we fight a lot, but we we still at the end of the day, we hate the fascists. So. Yeah, okay, <laughs> well, I mean, okay, that's fair and that's understandable. Okay, cool. So, um, I want you to give me another, not a pitch, but I want you to kind of explain why, um, it's important to have on campus. So, kind of give it. I would like for you to, if you can, like why it's important to you specifically to yourself and then why do you think just as a whole it's important to have on campus yes yeah so uh you know whether we like to admit it or not the vast majority of the people who come to this campus um whether students or whether especially if they're workers 100 percent if they're workers we're going to go into the working class we will not own a business we will not own stocks we will not have dividends uh we won't have people you know employees under us who we pay less than they're what they're worth at the end of the day, we're the ones who are going to get the short end of the stick of capitalism. Okay. Whether we like to admit it or not, that's the case. Uh, usually with a bunch of student debt uh, along with that. So at the end of the day, we have to kind of come together and kind of work together to fight back and kind of find ways to support each other uh, in kind of just our day-to-day lives. Uh, but, you know, also to find solutions and alternatives to capitalism after uh, so that's kind of like my, my general pitch is like we, at the end of the day, we're all probably broke. We're all probably uh, are going to be broke after. We're all probably going to die broke. Uh, well, if, if we get our job done, that won't be the case. But yeah. we never know. Um, so we, uh, we have to show people, uh, students and workers um, in, in the university, that there is more than just tepid liberalism. There is more than just Hillary Clinton. There is more than just, uh, you know, you know, uh, that one guy in your class who keeps putting out white supremacist talking points and like the playing the, devil's advocate, playing you know, quote unquote devil's, <laughs> devil's advocate. advocate. <laughs> you know, uh, but what if? Uh, but what if I play devil's advocate? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> or you know, the kind of you know, well-meaning liberal. Uh, who doesn't really get like just how much it sucks to be poor and just mm-hmm. how much it sucks to basically have to take orders uh, for most of your life uh, and otherwise if you don't uh, you basically die homeless like that's that is basically and like so why we need that's uh, why the organization on campus YDSA is important to have to on build campus. that consciousness and to build the skills we will need when we leave campus and start organizing uh, unions in our workplaces when we start uh, you know building mutual aid networks. Uh, or like start feeding the homeless and like or like hell like learning how to fight government officials um, who are trying to gentrify your neighborhood. These are all skills that we do our best to build here in YDSA. Okay, amazing. Okay, cool. So, so a lot of what you have to say and like I'm I'm, I'm like loving the conversation we're having um, is like you just really want to educate people about what what you're about, right? So, um, what's something that the club or somebody in the club has educated you about that you were not aware of? 
Oh, because um. I'm big into recognizing <laughs> yeah. and acknowledging that, like, when you create something or you're a part of something, like, you end up like being like you end up learning so much from other people and like regardless of if this is something you're so passionate about you're gonna learn something regardless so what's something that you've learned in this club that you've created oh definitely one one probably one of the biggest one is actually like just how much student uh student workers specifically like undergrads who like work under professors like tas and stuff like that but also graduate students mm-hmm. just how much that sucks like it sucks to be a grad student you get paid you, you don't get paid well. You're meant to do a lot of work. Um, you know, professors can be really abusive and hara- and like harassing. Like we had this one issue where one of our one of our comrades, um, you know, uh, they had to deal with a professor that they were working under that was incredibly emotionally abusive and like basically would like corner them and like yell at them uh, multiple times uh, while they were working under them and like but like that was the only professor in that in like that specific that field sc- in that, that field so it's not like so like uh, when we were discussing it like uh, they would you know when they, they would like complain it's like it's the like who 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 are the who is the school administration gonna pick the like the, the one person they have in that one field who can fill in that role or the, or the student or the student who's getting like harassed and abused For sure. uh, emotionally abused. Um, so that was basically definitely been a learning experience for me, just, uh, how much student workers kind of get really screwed by the, by the university system. Okay. Wow. Okay. So, so for you, you've learned a lot. It seems like you've just learned more to figure out, right? Like you've learned more to fight against, yes. right? Would you say that <laughs> yes, mainly? Definitely. Yeah. Okay. So have you learned anything like ideology wise that you're like, you know what? I didn't think about that. Like, is that something? Or are you just very, like you seem very I'm, firm. I'm a bit of a theory belief. head. Okay. Uh, so um, it, a lot of it's like people, we get it. Um, kind of the first wave was people who kind of already knew where they were ideologically. But the second wave was definitely people who, have heard about socialism. They kind of knew generally kind of what it was about. Um, and it's more about teaching them kind of, okay, the, here's like the general, the different schools of socialism, you know, find one that kind of convinces you the most and then kind of go with that. But always acknowledge that like at the end of the day, we have to work, kind of work together on this. And so that's something yeah. that you do for students that come to your meet- your your meetings, like your club yes. meetings. Okay, so can you run through what a typical meeting looks like for you, what you talk about, what you do, um, excursions oh, you oh, go yeah. on? Uh, so... Kind of the first half hour, not necessarily by intention, but mostly by accident. It's just us um, basically complaining about, like, recent political events and kind of our okay. how we kind of see it. Um, so, you know, when, you know, like, something like uh, Iowa happened, the Iowa primary happened. Oh, my God, yeah, and it's the like, Iowa primary. <laughs> and it was just us, like, screaming, like, oh, Bernie got screwed. Like, yeah. he literally got cheated because uh, the Democratic Party keeps, like, because going to these grifters. App. Uh, these grifters uh, who call their company Shadow uh, and like the parent company acronym, like there's some like evil, like <laughs> like they're villains in a Bond movie. Um, and it's like, <laughs> oh, this isn't intentional. They're just all dumb and stupid, and like they just want to make more money, and they don't care how. And this is like, you know, their their idiot fail child who like needs a job, so you might as well give it to them, you know. Um, mm, okay. Uh, a, a lot of it's that, like that kind of thing, where it's it's just okay. Here's what happened. Here's generally kind of we let's do a little. Let's talk about it. Let's, let's fight talk a about bit. it. Let's dance about it, like <laughs> stuff like that. And then and then we get to actually the actual work of the organization, where we um, discuss um, different events that we're doing, kind of checking up. Okay, um, you were you you volunteered to do this work. How can you give us a quick update on like what you did? Um, how are things going? Do you need any help? 
like like for example, we uh, are doing an event. I needed some help with like getting connected with Daily Titan. Um, and one of our members who was who used to work at Daily Titan um, knows people there, so I went to him and said, "Oh, like, can you help out? Like, can you reach out to them because you know them more, and mm-hmm. it would be less awkward." Um, things like that. Um, and then it's the actual how we decide things is actually we're direct we're direct democracy. So I may be the chair or whatever, or like the president, whatever the thing is. Okay, that was the next thing I was going to ask you. But I, I have like, no actual power. I just manage the agenda. Just make sure everyone has like their chance to talk. Okay, <laughs> yeah. So so I was going to ask you. So as a democratic, so in democratic socialist club, you do not have traditional president, vice president. Do you or no? On paper. On paper, so it's not actually what it is. So the administration does not scream at us and annoy us. <laughs> okay, so so that's so interesting to me. Like, can't you kind of, not, I mean, I guess fight. Like, can't you, like, be like, hey, that's against what we believe in? Um, that or is it just, like, actual, just paper formality, like, that kind of thing? In, in, in terms of power, I don't have any power to, like, overwrite decisions. In, certain, in terms of decisions, it's just... You know, okay, this we kind of generally come to a consensus. We're gen- we we would prefer consensus over majority vote. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it comes to majority vote, we go to majority vote. But that's really happened. But in terms of hey, what you said here is like not okay. Like for example, if they come out, like if someone starts talking about like a bunch of like turfy stuff, like and just just starts like talking trash on like trans people. Well, first thing it will generally do is like have a like a quick like aside after the meeting, or whatever. Say hey, what we call calling in, and say okay, hey, this is not okay. Like, try to see it from this perspective. Um, you know, we try to work it out like that. Calling if, in is kind of checking someone a little bit. Just yeah. kind of be like, hey, let's away learn. from the group because if we do it in public, that just kind of heightens everything. And well, like, that's just yeah, it, it invites toxicity. It, right? it invites yeah. toxicity just from every direction, and it's just not going to work well. Um, so we do call-ins first. And if that just continues to be a problem, then at the end of the day, we're just going to have to vote and just kick that person out. Because like, we, we do not tolerate, mm. like, transphobia. We don't tolerate racism. Yeah, amazing. We, don't, like, we generally, like, even in our org, we, we even really don't like people talking trash on sex workers. Um, yeah. yeah. No, okay, amazing. Okay, so so you have, I mean, like, at least showcased to me in the last 30 minutes that YDSA is like this very inclusive uh, club like you are very inclusive and that's like so amazing so um kind of you I want I want you like you you talk a lot about being democratic socialist obviously um and then is there wait wait actually I wanted to go back actually I'm a little I'm tangenting a little bit so 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 you kind of talk about your um you rant a little bit at the beginning of the meeting, and then you figure out, like, what's happening in that moment after. And then do you do any excursions? Like, do you go places? Like, do you – what do you guys do? Like, do you – So uh, last semester we were very lucky because we had a, we had our meetings on Thursday nights. Uh, like, they're okay. Thursday evenings. Uh, so after we would go to a brewery. <laughs> we Fun. would go to a brewery, uh, you know, continue that rant and Fun. just be angry and just like, hey, and then use that kind of energy to into our org- or into in to direct that energy into our organizing because ranting by itself does nothing. No, absolutely. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, theory without action is is nothing. Like we, we need to you need to be able to do something because it not only helps kind of like your own personal soul, like not shrivel up and die, but it also it also helps you kind of see a path towards victory. Okay. Yeah. And and do you do um, do you do like do you go to rallies or anything? Do you go to like do you go to any like 
I, I know before before we started, you were telling me that you were going to go to a council meeting today or something like that. Like, yeah. do you do that as a club, or is that something you do, or like do you, like what what as a club do you do to? Because you said like ranting without action is there's no point. So like, what do you as a club do to commit to that action? Yes. Yeah, so I kind of see two fronts on that. One here on campus, and one off campus. So the off yeah, campus both. stuff, that's essentially you know trying to connect up with the wider orange county dsa Mm -hmm. and actually now our new uci uh chapter as well we're brand new and they're amazing i love them yes there's a uci chapter um and you know kind of plugging into those fights into those campaigns um because guess what like fullerton students we're not like uci where most of us live on campus or like near campus we we live all over orange county and like I, I literally met somebody in one of my classes that lives like a block away from me and is also dealing with the gentrification issues. Where um, do you live, Santa Ana? Yes. Okay. Uh, we're dealing with uh, Santa Ana and Garden Grove trying to gentrify our neighborhood. Um, mm-hmm. Specifically, it's, it's a whole thing. But um, I, I met him by total accident. Uh, and it's like, oh, you're also there. Like, so you also have to deal with this. Yeah. You also have to deal with these rich people, like, trying to... <laughs> I'm, try, I'm trying very hard not to curse. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Me too, uh, dude. <laughs> uh, you know, you also have to deal with this problem. And it's about kind of plugging people into those campaigns, into those large, broader campaigns, but On also... On campus. So this is something... Uh, no, you, this is off campus. This is off campus. Okay. Um, also kind of meeting up with other socialists, anarchist, communists... Um, through the Orange County DSA socials, um, through like uh, other meetings like that on campus, what we do is kind of generally two things, at least us generally. Um, one is political education, whether that's internal political education or external politi- ed- political education, in which case the pl- internal one is more about educating ourselves, um, kind of learning about the history, like you know, different historical aspects of socialism, um, trying to... Uh, kind of look at theory and kind of come to our own kind of interpretations of it. Um, and then kind of the more external stuff is more about educating people who are not part of our club. So that's like having reading groups, um, having... What do you mean by reading groups? Oh, so like we would... Like we had this one reading group where we, uh, you know, had like, hey, if you want to talk about uh, like unionism, uh, un- uh, trade unionism throughout the world, we had a, a reading group where we just kind of posted a flyer and said, hey, like... Here's a little QR code that you can like look into that gives you all the articles we're talking about for free. You can come to this uh, to this room at this time and we're gonna talk and we're gonna talk about this. Yeah. Wow, that's so cool. And so do you like I like I don't know I was like very excited about that because I love stuff like that. Do you um, kind of reach out to other clubs on campus that are politically affiliated to like see if they would come to your reading groups or no? Um, the reading groups that's mostly about like, uh, just picking up people who just want to talk about it because it's because that's kind of the nature of depends on the topic depends on when time and what day again we're commuter school so it's yeah. all it's all roll the dice yeah um, when it comes to working with other clubs actually we really we really can we we're actually very glad to to two two clubs in specific I'm shouting out shouting them out yeah here shout now. them out uh, students for justice in Palestine amazing they're uh, amazing I love amazing them club. Josh you're cool <laughs> <laughs> he's also another anarchist so like we just kind of like, oh, wow, really vibe we really vibe together. And then the college Democrats, uh, specifically Andrew, who's like their new president, who Amazing. took over um, because no one else wanted it. <laughs> uh, no, he's, he's also I, I, de- I definitely call him a comrade. He's he's definitely in it. Um, he's also a socialist, uh, a lot more moderate than me, but he's still like in it. Um, so we've kind of really worked together. We've held um, debate watch parties for the Democratic primary. 
which is basically just us yell angrily yelling at the screen I've and time always, theater. Oh my god, yeah, you keep talking about being a commuter school. Like I've always wanted to go to one of those debate watch. Like I've all, like I get emails from college Democrats, and I'm like, I want to go, and I'm always working. It sucks. Like every time I want to go, I'm literally working. Yeah, but I, I want to make it out to more of everyone's events. Like SJP means a lot to me. I'm Muslim, so like students for justice for Palestine, like. It, like it just hits home like it's it's like a club that I think is so beautiful to have on campus like I think it's something that's not represented I was like so surprised that there was one at Cal State Fullerton <laughs> and I was like yes like it's amazing we also have Swana Club that just started up which is just really really cool too no I'm shouting out clubs um, <laughs> but yeah no no here's the people crazy. we like yeah <laughs> no that's really cool that you like you're you're working with these clubs like SJP is such an amazing club like College Democrats like it's cool that you guys are hand in hand with each other like that's all that's like that's phenomenal so you do reading groups right and then what else do you do um one event that actually i'm gonna talk about a little bit later is actually bringing speakers on the campus so we cool. have one coming up on the 17th of march uh, we're bringing a one of the founder one of the co-founders of the socialist rifle association um to campus to kind of talk about um kind of the history of firearms and kind of how they um kind of how Firearms, gender, race, and class kind of intersect in American history. Wow. Um, okay. And that's some of the uh, disaster relief work that the uh, SRA has done in the past. Um, so we're going to, yeah, so we're going to do that. Um, I named the uh, the event Intersectionality and Firearms specifically because that's going to like. Those, like, like, those are buzzwords. Those are the buzzwords that both the right wing and the and like the, the liberals uh, They're going to be like, at. what? There's I, no way they won't pay attention I to I bet it. you money they're going to be like, wait, I'm confused. <laughs> Intersectionality like, and firearms? Like, that's interesting. Hey, let me tell you about the Black Panthers and why uh, open carry is illegal in uh, in California because of racists. Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Yeah. Wow, that's super interesting. Yeah. Ron, screw Ronald Reagan. I, I'm happy he's dead. I'm, oh, I'm no. more than willing to say that. <laughs> so, so this is March 17th, you said. Yeah, March 17th. From 3 to 4.30 p.m. in Tuffery in the Titan Student Union. Perfect. Yes. What day is that? March 17th is a... That's a Tuesday. Tuesday. Okay, cool. Um, Let's see. I wanna... So that's another aspect of our political education that we do. Okay, great. And then what else do you do? Do you, Is there anything else? Like, do you do you mob out to political rallies together? Do you do anything like that? Um, or do you try to, and it's commuter school, and it's really hard to, we, like, we, that We kind try of thing? to. Like, for example, this Bernie event that's coming up, like, we try to kind of get people to come out to canvases. Like, we've, in Orange County DSA, um, that I'm also, like, I'm also the chair of. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> kind of just fell in my lap. Um, uh, we've been organizing canvases for Bernie Sanders, like, every weekend. Um, we've been trying to get people to come out to that. Um, so this is DSA? This is Orange County DSA, yes. Okay, cool. So, um, again, it's it's about trying to get people to come out, but, again, that's always difficult because computer school, we all live, like, in the far reaches of Orange County. Some people even live in the Inland Empire because uh, mm, it's, wow, 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 wow. it's too expensive yeah. to live in Orange County. Like, yes, It is I so agree. expensive to live in Orange um, County. I live in, like, the Yerba Linda Placentia area. Oof. Um, and, like, when I say that, I mean I live in Anaheim because <laughs> Anaheim is – I'm, like, in the border of your Belinda Placentia because it's, like, right – like, you know what I mean? Because it's so expensive. I live there my entire life. I totally get it. OC is crazy. Yeah. Like, it's – it's. and my, my family, we spend, like, $24,000 just on rent. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. We spend – Like, 2000 bucks, uh just to keep living in our home. Yep. Wow. Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, it no, sucks. that's insane. No, yeah, it does suck. You're right. And so so um we're kind of coming up where we're going to end soon. Um but I want to ask you a couple of questions. Um just like lightning round. <laughs> a little bit. A little bit lightning round kind of. So, um what would you do 
if your club had unlimited funding? Uh, unlimited funding? Oh, like to a certain extent, unlimited to a certain extent. So like, then it's not unlimited. <laughs> it's unlimited. It's unlimited. It's unlimited. But like, I'm not like don't be as conscious of tangible. If that makes sense. Probably pay for everybody's student debt to be oh, wiped out. Wow, that's probably one of the biggest ones. Uh, In your oh, club? Yes. Oh, yeah. like Helen, the, the whole. If you could campus, for everybody, like, yeah, everybody, literally yeah. everybody, like tuition that's such a good should not be a thing that we should deal with. That's such a good um, answer. We're literally straddling people with debt before they even start working. Well, yep. theoretically, we already work, but <laughs> before <laughs> we start our, our real, yeah, our, our careers, our careers, yeah, our careers as interns for four freaking years, yeah, <laughs> yeah, but the experience before we can actually get get actual jobs. Yes. Okay, so so that that's an amazing answer, and I love that, and I that that ends, makes me happy. That, that buy up literally every empty house in Orange County and just house everybody. Like, housing should not be... Housing should be a human right. Like, we have more homes yeah. than we have homeless people. Like, this should not be hard. We have more resources than imaginable in the fact that... But the market... We, <laughs> can, can you think of the real estate developers? Can't can you... Don't... Can't you think of the poor... I'm, poor the real, real estate, estate of, of developers? Wow, that's crazy. That's crazy. How are they going to make money for their fifth yacht? They'll be okay. <laughs> if as long as the fifth yacht is for people to live on, <laughs> I'm fine. That's yeah. so crazy! Wow, like yeah, no, no, what a good answer! Like that's a, that's a, like a very solid answer. I'm like really happy that you gave that. Okay, what is a celebrity you would want to represent your club? Uh, none, because celebrity is bad, and it's uh, okay. It's, we're we're generally like we're kind of in, especially in our chapter, um, and also in Orange County in general, we're kind of. We're all about like you got you got to kill your heroes. Don't have heroes. They're probably they're probably terrible people. Like you don't become that wealthy. You don't become that famous without doing something terrible. Wow. So that's something that you guys as a club just kind yeah. of believe in. Even, you even all, like the sorry. socialist theorists that we really like. Like I you know I I'm like a big fan of the, of the Spanish Civil War. I'm really big a really big fan of like the anarchists who were involved with that. Some of the big names. Even I acknowledge. Yeah, they're like they're cool people, but they still made mistakes. Like. Like you know, Proudhon, like that guy I talked about, he yeah. was a vermin anti-Semite. Like, oh wow! <laughs> but he was also like, but Karl Marx and Engels like thought Mexicans were lazy and couldn't work before that trope even existed. Yeah. Um, you know, these are imperfect people who you know existed then, and the current people that exist now are probably also imperfect. We're all human beings, mm -hmm. so generally we're we're less about individuals and more about groups because groups can hold each other accountable. Okay. Okay, so so you so kill your heroes, people. Wow, that's <laughs> such an interesting um like sentence for me. Like kill your heroes. Like I've never heard anyone say that, and I mean it's definitely very interesting because I get that. Like I understand the concept of like how they get there. How are they so rich? Um, but this and then like but you've also brought up people that aren't that rich, and so you're just like heroes in general, like people that are just people that you look up to. Is that something that's like? Is that like just looking up to people? Is that something that's not inherently socialist? I this is or, more about, or anarchist. This is especially when it comes to anarchists. We we see people who are, you know, ahead of their time. Maybe you know who are you know have some good ideas. Um, who you know kind of came up with some of these cool ideas and like these cool actions or like have done cool things. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, you know, they're still people. People are not perfect. We still have to deal with each other. We still have to deal with our BS, uh, you know, and... The humanity of it all. Uh, the humanity it of it all. Um, but also it, it hyper-focuses the individual over, 
everybody else. Okay. We, you basically place, you create this idealized false version of a person. Like, um, you know, people idealize Obama or like Lincoln and like they have this idea of, of that person in their head and like Lincoln was horribly racist. He wanted to send all the former slaves to Africa and make the United States a white only place. Like Obama mm. killed untold thousands of people with oh. drone strikes yep. um, in the Middle East. Mm-hmm. Like these we're not only doing a disservice to the person themselves that we're idolizing, we're doing a disservice to us because we're creating a false narrative in our own minds. Wow. And we need yeah. to actively fight that. No, we have to deal with reality, not ideas. Idealism. Yes. Very interesting. I really like that. I think you've definitely like opened up the way that my brain works a little bit in that sense. <laughs> like I, I am someone who like I like love I don't know, like I, I have heroes, but I think it's interesting. It's just like be conscious you of your heroes. Yeah, you can respect them. You, you can, can respect people. Like, I, I respect Prudon and like some of the cool stuff he did with kind of helping form anarchism yeah. to begin with, but I still also like, yeah, no, screw him. He's also an anti-Semite. Like, screw Marx. He hated people like me because I'm Mexican. Well, it, it, it's it's so, all about like, it's all about being conscious, right? Yes. Like, the, the end game is like it's like it's not they, these people are a means to an end. Yeah, and nothing more. Yeah, and then I and I also like like. I don't know. Like, I think that's just interesting. It's like, just like be, be conscious and like be, res- but like obviously be respectful, but like be conscious of what you're, you're, you're putting your energy into. And then I also like what you said about like, don't idealize these people because you're doing a disservice to them. Yes. And I like that because it's like this concept of like, forget about you for a second, because if you idealize someone, you put them on a pedestal, you're never going to let them, they're never going to learn what's wrong. Yeah. So like that's that's really I really like that. That's like a very interesting <laughs> way of like teaching I, I, somebody. I have a little joke where like if you're gonna idolize anybody, make sure they've been dead for fifty years. <laughs> so like all the horrible like things they've done has been like drug up and like found out by then. It's probably. already done. It's already we've you're, already moved over. The skeletons over. are out of the closet. Like you know where you're getting into. Uh, but like generally, we 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 kind of err more on the side of eh, maybe don't. <laughs> Interesting. Okay, so we're going to be ending in a second. Um, so you have your event on March seventeenth. Yes. Do you want to plug when your meetings are? Yes, our meeting uh our meetings are every week except for spring except except for spring break okay. because we're not here. Um, uh, on every Monday from six to seven thirty in Gordon Hall two thirty nine. Okay, so. Every Monday, 6 to 7.30, Gordon Hall, 2.39? Yeah, 6 to 7.30 p.m. 6 to 7.30 p.m. Oh, my God, no one's doing a 6 a.m. meeting. Oh, God, no. Yeah, and then um, you have an event March 17th. Do you have anything before that? Yes, on March uh, March 10th, we are going to be fundraising on Titan Titan Walk. Uh, We're fundraising for the Anarcho-Syndicalist Federation of Bangladesh. Uh, so basically, oh, my mom's anar- Bangladeshi. An- anarchist trade unions in mm-hmm. uh, Bangladesh who are organizing tea, uh, tea plantation workers and fabric factory workers. Um, they're trying to get money to, uh, you know, get infrastructure, tr- do translation work, stuff like that. Um, and a dollar goes for a lot in Bangladesh. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and like we again, we're we're internationalists inherently. So we the, the working class has no country. So we're, oh, wow. we're all about help supporting each other across across the pond, you know. I love that. Okay, so um, why don't you plug your social media as well? Do you want to plug your social yes. media? Yes, we are hopelessly, terminally, tragically on Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I love Twitter. I I'm such. I hate a, Twitter. Well, you hate it. I hate it. Why? No, it, it because it sucks your brain. you. Yeah. Okay. No. It's my. I love oh, it. God, I. Hate I love it. the way it. It just makes me. I don't know. I love Twitter. I just learned how to use it. I know that's you're, weird you're, to you're say. You're not on the. You're not on the worst part. Political I'm Twitter a, is the worst. Part. Okay, yeah, I'm not on political Twitter, but I feel like there I might get go. on the wave. I think I might get on the wave of political Twitter. I'm right now. I'm no, like on you, meme you'll Twitter. You'll hate yourself. By the I'm on of the meme. Year. I'm on meme Twitter. 
yeah, no, you got to get into political on the left Twitter and like weird Twitter. And this just becomes like, oh, I know all the horrible people who run our country now. Oh, great. Oh. <laughs> I know all the horrible things they've done. Okay, well, yeah. So plug your plug your social <laughs> yeah, media. So um, uh, on Twitter, we're at YDSA underscore CSUF. Uh, we're also you can find us on Young Democratic Socialist America at Cal State Fullerton um, on, on Facebook. Amazing. Okay, so um, before we end, I'm going to plug about TR Clubhouse. I had so much fun getting to know Byron today, and um, every week we're going to have another club coming in, and if any of our listeners have clubs that they would like to come um, in and, and have uh, be interviewed, you can reach out to titanradio.techintern at gmail.com. I will spell that out, T-I-T-A-N-R-A-D-I-O dot T-E-C. I-N-T-E-R-N at gmail.com. Um, we'll add you on a Google Drive schedule. And, um, yeah, we would love to see some of you come in. But thank you so much, Byron. This was so insightful. I literally, like, I'm so glad that you were able to come in. I'm glad I ran into you at Discover Fest. Um, what was that, like a month ago? I think. Like a couple weeks time ago? Time doesn't exist. Time, a, time. Look, we've been living in 2016 for four years now. Oh, my God. 2016 never ended. I can't believe you just said that <laughs> because I, I literally, like, I, sometimes we'll write I know this is bad but I will write 2016 <laughs> I graduated you're already basing on Twitter oh like, you're, God, you're halfway there it's so bad I literally wrote I literally like I graduated in 2016 so like maybe that's why I'm still like just there because I graduated from high school and like my brain just hasn't left okay well I'm tangenting um, but yeah thank you so much Byron we will see or we will we will see you all next week um, but yeah okay bye